helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we're recording this episode way early. because. Way early. When this is released, you are going to be... What day is this released? I, have no, I can't even think that in, the, in advance. Okay. Should I look at you the calendar? You could, but it's no matter what, you're either going to be at Disneyland or on a Disney cruise because you're taking a 17-day vacation. So this could be like July 5th, possibly? Or 4th? It'd be 5th. The fifth, that yeah. Friday the fifth. So happy when, Fourth of July, since we yeah. missed you guys. It's but yeah, great. we have to we have to record this I'll, episode. I'm at Disneyland Doug, Paris. You're at Disneyland. Paris. I might be on the Eiffel Tower right now. That is sweet. Well, odds are I'm sleeping. That's true. And then right after this, we're gonna be. So after this show is your your review of those things, correct? No, there'll be one more in there. Okay. Yeah, to be determined. This is that's so just give some precedent. We're recording early, mm-hmm. so Doug can go on a 17 day vacation without. Me, mm-hmm. without our listeners, True. and uh, look forward to the episodes where he discusses Disneyland Paris coming up and also uh, the uh, European Disney Cruise on the Disney Magic. So two good episodes coming up. But uh, today we're talking about uh, another thing that we get uh, quite a bit. We talk a lot about Disney, and we have a lot of friends and family and people that will complain like it's it's expensive or uh, are you really getting all that you're worth it? And uh, a lot of things that are taken for granted. And so, Doug, we're discussing some of those things that Disney does that are magical, especially yeah. compared to maybe it's a local amusement park because you hear that. Why would you go to Disney when I can go to the... Uh, the local water park down the road, or we just hear, why Why do you spend that money when there's other mm-hmm. vacations out there? And so we're going to kind of dive into that topic today, hopefully help some of our listeners understand why we do what we do. Like and Some of the magic that's taken for granted. The magic that is taken for, that's what you named the show. Did I? I don't know, yes, you put it on I don't there. know, I put it, that's the working title. Working, that's, I guess now it's the committed title. <laughs> we're there, we're it's, there. It's good. So, all right, Doug, magical things that people get taken for granted, because I'm sure Michelle as a travel agent gets these kind of questions quite a bit. Well, and like, if you go to Disney regularly, you kind of forget how special some of the stuff is that they do. Oh, that's true. You get very accustomed to things, and one spoiled. of those, spoiled, hashtag first world Disney problems it or something true. like that. When I go to a local amusement park, I realize how spoiled I am. That's right. To Disney you need year. a wake-up call it's every true. now and then. And so one of those things that I think is huge that I take for granted now, and when it first came out, I was opposed to change. I was, I was, you are that I was kind of guy. grumpy curmudgeon. Like, but the magic band, like, you it's do remind special. me of Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. A well, I have a seat like that I like. Yes. And, you know... I don't like hugging people. Nope. Yeah, you're you're definitely a lot like Sheldon. Maybe. 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 So, um, but yeah, Magic Band. Magic Band. So, like, the Magic Band does so much. It does. It's your room key, your park ticket, I, reservation. They scan it everywhere. They do. They track you with it maybe they, a little bit. I wouldn't bother me. So I'm okay with that. But the fact that it's my wallet and room key and that's all I need, I love that. Like, so, and it's waterproof. Take it in the pool. Yeah. So now I have a car that like I don't have to put an actual key in. It just sits in my pocket and I push the start button. Yep. I also don't have to unlock the door somehow. It magically knows to open when I pull on the handle and it beeps at me. Mm-hmm. So now that I don't even have to get a key out of my pocket like to start my car, Disney is spectacular because I also don't have to get my wallet out to get a card out to unlock a door, mm-hmm. to give a park ticket for a fast pass. It's just right there. It's so easy. I love the Magic Band. It's And you yeah. can get the color you want. You can get custom things. 
uh, it's my kids are at love. It, well, I my kids won't always ding in with uh, the room. Yeah, I don't have to worry about being the first one in the room. They run to open the to door. Get the door. You do have to stop a fight though from yeah. like, fights happening. The up fights there. usually stop themselves yeah. because they one of them wins. That's true. Uh, my only frustration with the magic band is the people who can't figure out how to use a magic band. Oh, I don't understand how you don't know how yet, people. It's unless it's like your very first time using it. The second time you use it, it's self-explanatory. Just Mickey, ding, to Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Yep, it's simple. It, I, yeah. So I still see those people every trip. It's okay. While we're on the subject of not knowing how to use something Magic Band related, the entering the park. When you put your finger on the scanner, please remember what finger you scan. Absolutely. Everyone behind you wants you to get in faster than you do. And I love it when uh, people look at me because we're rope droppers. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that guy's got kids. My kids, we got it down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Olivia's usually through it before I even get my... I'm like, how did you do that so quick? So, yeah, my, my six-year-old can get it. No, she's seven now. You can get it as well. I will warn you, when Claire was seven, her finger never worked. She grew out of it. That's good. There was a stretch where her finger just didn't work. Okay. I Every do have time. to help Declan. I was like, this one there. Hold it down. Or just cut off the finger. Just, yeah, keep the fingers in your pocket. You can sew them you on do later. it yourself. I, I hear they can reattach appendages now. It happens. There you go. So, all right, magic bands, definitely great. Uh, and if the other thing is people don't realize, uh, there's people that haven't even taken a trip in mm -hmm. uh, 15, 20 years. You're getting that a lot with this Galaxy's Edge opening. Yeah. Is uh, people who have not done their once-in-a-lifetime trip are now making reservations because Galaxy's Edge is open up, Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have a whole new wave of people. Maybe you listening to the show right now never have used a magic band didn't even know that they're around they thought it's still paper fast passes so yeah little bracelet yeah. does everything and you get it what about two weeks before your trip yeah you customize it 60 days out or so yep. online you you link your reservation in the my disney experience and you customize it there you can pick out the color now they have some that you can upcharge and pay ten dollars for your characters if they're in stock that's true they haven't really been in stock some of them yeah Basically, they rolled it out and then like, yeah, we're out. We're out. Yeah. In true Disney, Disney fashion. Disney form. Didn't, didn't buy enough things. So, well, it looks like Star Wars. They have some, enough lightsabers at the moment. They're, they're not going to run out of lightsabers. Nope, not that anytime is soon. They're making that much money off of it. Cow. So next thing, let's uh, move on to transportation. I think people forget uh, a lot what transportation is like outside of Disney when mm -hmm. you have to rent car seats rent a car uh, when you fly into mco uh you're you're automatically in the bubble and you get on the magical express and it's just so nice to be able to have transportation everywhere you go and that's what i love about the yeah. bubble so much and, and yeah you take that for granted when you go to your local amusement park or you go pretty much anywhere with kids we have to pack booster seats or stroller type that it just it's it's annoying it makes disney so much easier not having to worry about that logistics and we we rag on the buses a lot no, we on do. this show. We we uh, are not nice to them at times, but we still do use them all the a time. Lot. And the, about the only time we really don't use them is at park opening because sometimes you just don't make it early enough for our crazy level of early. The average guest, not not as crazy, not as, as us. crazy. But uh, we like to be early, so that's where we Uber. But. Man, the buses, they're going to be there. Like, you know one's coming eventually. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you start waiting, it does feel like eternity, no matter how long it is. But once you're on a bus and moving, it's... Well, and on top of that, not just buses, you have uh, some boats. 
Yeah. Uh, and you now have the Skyway. Skyliners. Skyliners. Coming. Hopefully uh, opening. opening. Coming soon. Soon, yeah. So I just think Disney is really working hard to keep you in that bubble and then just take care of all your transportation needs. I, I wonder how much money I've stay, saved staying on property by not renting a car because of it. Yeah, because then you also have to pay to park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shot up this year. Yeah, and gas and just the stress of you being the one driving. It's kind of nice. What if you lose your keys it. like Kent did? Oh, you don't want to yeah. do that in a theme park. No, no, you don't. So, yeah, the buses are nice. They're definitely something we take for granted because you're just like, ah, oh, you got to go to the bus stop. Yep. Like, you know, tell and that bus driver thank you. That's, yeah. That's, and if you're at the moderates, it's usually pretty close to your room. Yeah, because they got four different bus stops yep. usually sprinkled throughout. It's funny how the deluxes tend to have the worst. I still think that bus that, that transportation. Worst, yes. So unless you're on the monorail loop and just going to Magic Kingdom. And even then, I'm, but if you're going to Animal <laughs> Kingdom from that loop, and we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yes, we still like to make fun of the buses. Yeah, we still will, but we definitely take them for granted, and it's something we probably shouldn't because like when we went to San Francisco recently, every Everything we wanted to do, there was the conversation about, all right, how do we get there? Yeah. Where at least you just one less conversation, one less thing to think about, one less thing to pay for every time you want to go somewhere. Exactly. Nope. I agree. I love the transportation. Another thing that I take for granted, and I get this. So we do, uh, we go to our local amusement park every year and it's fun. It's got some roller coasters, some rides. But the problem I have when with it... When it has power. Dude. When it has power, when it has yes. Power. The last time we went, it did lose power. Which, there's a trip report for that about a year ago. Yeah. Last little, summer. Last summer. Go, yeah, we go, go in August last summer. Derek at a theme park without power. Yes. Uh, so that's a bummer. That's a whole different topic. Uh, but um, it's the people that work there. Mm-hmm. And we dealt with that when we didn't have power. But Disney cast members, it's just it's a level of service that goes above and beyond it's just it's hard to even explain if you have food allergies they help you with those if you have kids with special needs they help you with those and and they're so just reliant on making sure you have the best time possible yeah they really do go beyond what is you know the minimum of their job and we've had multiple cast members on this show mm-hmm. and they're in they they love their job they have a passion for it and that's just disney going the extra mile yeah and Yes, you will run into a cast member on a bad day. They are human. They're yeah. not robots. They are not animatronics, despite They do people... get dumb questions, we found oh, out. Oh, man. Yeah. we Never we from Doug or I. No. We don't ask dumb questions. Only on purpose. <laughs> yeah, just to mess with them. <laughs> um, but yeah, the cast members are what really makes Disney Disney. It's what brings it to life. And so definitely something you don't want to take for granted. Don't verbally abuse or harass cast members. There's some things they can't control, like rain. Yeah, the weather. Yeah. And if you do have a great experience, go to guest relations and uh, make sure you acknowledge that because they Mm -hmm. get rewarded. And you know what else cast members can't control? What? How tall your child is when they're trying to get on a ride. yep. So I've seen people take it out on the cast member, and that's that's not cool. No, it's safety first. Yeah. There's a reason. OSHA is the one making those rules, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. Cast members, they make it... 
what it is. Yep, absolutely. So uh, love that about there. And then also uh, another people complain about how expensive it is, but you're getting a lot of attractions. And also you're getting a show every night at the end, uh, whether it be fireworks or whatever Animal Kingdom is going to have. Uh, <laughs> Rivers of Light rivers. with random characters. Yes. Uh, but you're getting a show at night and uh, fantastic. And so they're spending a lot of money on these things. And it's definitely you're getting value out of that that I don't think people always realize. Yeah. If you go to Disney frequently, you kind of get like, oh, yeah, there's fireworks. Like, oh, yeah. But if you don't go there frequently, like, like there's fireworks tonight? Yeah. Like, that's exciting. Every night. Like, tomorrow, too? So that's pretty spectacular. And it wasn't that long ago we were not getting fireworks every night at the studios. We went from getting Fantasmic like twice a week. and oh, when, I remember that. And when they would do Fantasmic, the park was insane those days. Mm-hmm. It was bananas. And then you go on a non-Fantasmic day and you're like all alone. It was crazy. So then they started doing Fantasmic more often. Then on top of that, they've now added fireworks. So now we're getting two shows every night at Hollywood Studios. And if you Studios. can run, like we have done multiple times, you can get both of them in. By we, he means Derek. Not, yeah, Doug doesn't me. run. He takes Derek, yeah, we... No. we we have it down to a science. You have three minutes to get from one side to the other. Uh, you're sprinting. My kid, if my kids get lost, they have nowhere to meet us. They'll find their way They'll back. They'll find to the their room, way right? <laughs> into the room. It's the popcorn stand, but still. <laughs> okay, you get, there's multiple co- popcorn stands. They know. There. They know which one. one. Okay, yes. it's good to have a good meeting spot. That's that. That's true. That's that's the other thing about Disney. They have a lot of meeting spots we we take for granted. And uh, another one that. Um, I really like is that there's a lot, well, just air conditioning in general in Florida. Air conditioning. Air conditioning because it gets really hot and muggy. Mm -hmm. And so character meet, some of the rides, uh, you take that for granted quite quite a bit. Yeah, they spend a lot of money on air conditioning. I've wondered that. I've wondered like what that bill is. And if you ever have like that penny pincher up at corporate like hey do we really need it on does does the nemo attraction need you know need to feel like you're under the sea yeah let's let's crank it up a little bit here on the surface of the sun yeah and the character meets that have used to traditionally been outside in the sun Mm -hmm. they've moved a lot indoors and that's spectacular like the character spot at epcot yeah great break of the day and And, worth a fast pass and that's something that's easy to take for granted now because it's been inside for quite a few years and then they go and they build something like toy story land where oh and they're still outside the suits out in burbank put them back outside and it's like hey this is florida that's yeah woody but those are not it's a horrible spot and it's a terrible spot and like as soon as it rains it's done yep like it's not california so that reopened Actually, my eyes. Both Buzz is outside because Magic Kingdom and Toy Story. That's got to be yeah. off. I would not want to be a Buzz performer. In a plastic suit. Yes, I was just thinking that. It was inside. <sighs> I could have kept that. He's got to listen to his inner voice a lot. <laughs> Toy Story 4 reference. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, which we reviewed that show. So, yeah, love that they do have air conditioning, a lot of things. One uh, thing people complain about that I think a lot of people take for granted, and some people just flat out don't even know still, is that advanced dining reservations can be made 180 days out. Yeah, and that seems like an odd thing to say we take for granted, like, some people see that as a punishment. Like, yeah. I got to know where I I'm going to eat. I know what I want I'm hungry for. I don't know what I want to eat in 100 days. Yes, you do. You eat the same, you want the same meals any day of the year, right? So after booking Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, where it's like maybe 60 days out, like sometimes it's like, yeah, we open 60 days out, but then like, yeah, we don't have it loaded yet in the system. You get, 
it's nice that Disney World is like on the ball and consistent with the 180 days because there are so many dining options. There are. That and it still blows my mind that it. some can sell out that first day. Mm-hmm. Lots of options. Just wait till the new space restaurant opens. That one's going to be bananas. Um, at Epcot. Yeah, and let's open it, you know, the busiest time of year. Probably. Absolutely. They're probably going to open it on Christmas Day or some nonsense like that. I can't wait. Well, hopefully, because we're doing a trip the end of January, they have reservations by then because that'll be hopefully. one that we book. That'd be a good one. I'm worried if I get motion sick while sitting in there. Well, you better take a bath salt with you or whatever. Yeah, it is. we'll see salt if that bath. works yet. I'm a mess. I don't know if anything's going to fix me there. I, well, we might have to wait for that one for uh, just you and I to go to then sometime. Yeah. But yeah, I do love the ADRs and we do take that for granted. But it is so nice to just, it gives you an idea of where you're going to be. And then you mm-hmm. can kind of idea of uh, what attractions you want to go uh, with that as well. And uh, another thing that we take for granted that I love, especially with Galaxy's Edge opening, is the the theming. Just yeah. overall, different lands. I mean, that's been Bob Iger's push right now is he wants immersive, kind of the word that's getting yeah. thrown around a lot. And there's so much immersion that you can forget that you're on vacation. You can forget how much money you might be even spending. Uh, but you, you forget about that. And something that if you go often, you take for granted. But it's just... It's so magical for those first timers. I'm sure going into Galaxy's Edge yeah. this year, I'm going to be blown away. Lots of and little details. And you've already been there. Lots of little details. And sometimes it's you forget, like, like so everything's themed. Even, like, the toilets are themed in oh, Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Like, I mean, we're themed down to the toilets. But, like, in the Magic Kingdom, we have a whole bathroom that's Rapunzel-themed. It's one of my favorite bathrooms. We talked about this on I mean, an episode. It's crazy that some people get their pictures taken outside of a bathroom, mm-hmm. but it's because of theming. But even like the stroller parking signs are themed. Yes. I mean, they could just have one generic sign that says stroller parking, which would make it really easy to identify where stroller parking is everywhere, but it all blends in with the theme. Not saying it blends in with the land, like it's camouflaged, but it blends in with the theming of where that stroller is being parked. I mean, that's a little detail. That is. And that's and what goes Disney a does. long way because it keeps you in that just magical experience with being at the theme parks, I think. Yeah. And like one thing outside of the parks that they do that's different is the street signs are like purple. Oh, yeah. So the kids are like, ah, oh, street signs are different. It's like a whole different little country. And that's part of that it bubble. It really is pretty much a country, that bubble. And you take it for granted when you go, uh, I've said at the local amusement parks, or if you go to uh, any of those indoor water parks that you see popping up around the country, they're just, they're really expensive. You don't get the service and it just, Disney just goes above and beyond. And I know a lot of people complain about the cost, but yeah. really you're going to be spending that almost anywhere uh, heck, we were in Miami for a day before our cruise, and we spent you spent more on more Miami on that than, than what we did on a day at Disney. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah, frustrating. It, it really is. So, there's some benefits to being into the bubble. We and, went to uh, Wicked when we were in New York last October, and we spent more on the seats at Wicked than we did for a whole day at Disney. Oh, we did that at Hamilton. So, well, yeah, that's that's easy to do. Yes, Hamilton. I mean, we could have done a whole trip for our Actually, Hamilton I should trip. say my brother spent more on the Wicked tickets. Oh, he, he, he bought got... them for us. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, that was our kids' No one bought us present. the Hamilton tickets. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. But... It's coming to Omaha. Is it? It is. You should know that. I, I don't pay attention. Okay, to you're not buying me Hamilton tickets? I've evidently not. Okay. Did you get me tickets? No. Well, there you go. I don't know. You can spend a lot of money on things that are one or two or three hours long or you can spend money on Disney and have 
15, 14, 16 hours of operation. Absolutely. And so I think that's that's it. That's the stuff that we take for granted that, uh, I don't know, we want to know what you take for granted. What are some of the things that you realize that you realize like, I overlook this every time? Well, and it's fun because I'm starting to meet people who've gone to Disney for the first time or the first time in 10, 15, 20 years. And it's so fun to hear like how eye-opening it was and and or how much it's changed. That's yeah. the other thing people take for granted. When you go every year, you don't see uh, it's a bunch of little changes, but if you go every 10 years, 15 years, there's some big changes. Yeah. And we just take a lot of that for granted and mm-hmm. um I guess we just need to do a better job of saying thank you to Disney. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to the cast members and the theming. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're already addicted. We do a whole yeah. podcast about it and we go quite a bit. So, uh, we're not the target demographic, no. I think, but it's just, uh, it's really, it's totally worth it. And so I know some of our listeners might have to uh, talk to friends, family. Why do you guys go to Disney? Well, here's some reasons why. Here's some ammunition that yeah. you can you can share with people on why it's worth the cost and why it's a lot of fun and why you go and why you invest time into listening to Disney podcasts even when you're not at the park. It's so that you have companionship on your uh, commute, I That's think, true. is why they're listening. So. Eyes on the road, folks. Yes, listen to this. Watch out. There's somebody in your blind spot. No. Okay. Depends on where you are. Somebody somebody may be sitting at a desk and they're... Oh, yeah. Now they're really worried about who's in the blind spot. Well, if they're at the desk, thank you for listening to us at work. We we won't tell your boss. We won't. No. It's good. I always listen to the gym. That's where I'm at. So if you listen to us at the gym, you can do it. I listen... One more rep. Yeah. A couple more reps. One more mile. Put it in. Put in that effort. Um, I listen while I mow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I hate mowing, so it distracts me. That's true. Well, my mower belt yeah. died. It's... Cutting holes in your yard. Yeah, it did. I hit a rock. Ugh, rocks are evil. Yeah, see, Doug's at my house. First time we've recorded, second time we recorded live. And yeah, so we got to see the uh, my backyard ding that my mm-hmm. lawnmower. So there you go. That's a bonus thing. You get to learn more about Derek. Yeah. He uh, had a lawnmower incident. So anyway, Doug, you're going to, you're flying out. Like pretty much tomorrow. Uh, so yeah. when this show airs, the, you'll already be uh, you'll be in Paris, and so looking forward to hearing more about your trip. Glad we were able to get this recorded before you left. Yeah. Because we did not want to have a week where we missed. We were yeah. worried there. We realized, oh no, we need to do an extra show. Doug would miss. So we keep our three plus years of every week going. There we go. So over a hundred thousand downloads now. So thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to continue this conversation, send us a message. Find us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Rope Drop Ready. You'll find us there. Our website, wdwropedroppers.com. And of course, we love having Patreons and our, our community of Patreons who get bonus episodes and gear and fun things. Uh, definitely check that out in our show notes, our Patreon page. And be sure to go in. We didn't read a review this week. No, we didn't. We not. should do that uh, because, well, we're trying to get this in before yeah. we left. But leave us a review and we'll read it on next week's show. But And also, hey, what about Michelle? She's going to be in Paris too. We should probably. Yeah. So if She'll you're be trying, tired of me by this point in the so trip. So if you were actually trying to get a hold of Michelle to book you a trip, sorry, she's in Paris when this show releases. But if you're listening to it later, she'll be back in the office. You can email her. It's in the show notes. And she can help you with all the ADRs, 180 days out, and uh, all your booking and everything that you might need. And then if you want to go to Disneyland Paris after you hear Doug's report, mm-hmm. she can help you with that as well. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh, I like it. There yeah. you go. You're studying up. I can studying tell. Studying up. Oui, oui. Wow. You Au are revoir. ready for Merci. Disneyland Paris. Bonsoir. Right. Well, 
Au revoir from Doug and Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.